Hello everybody and welcome back to the craft. This is episode 20. I want to start something new and kind of special here um, that I think I'm going to bring back maybe every 10th episode. We'll see how it goes. Um, but for the 20th episode, I thought it would be very cool to start a new series. Now, for the end of last year, I did do an episode dedicated to reviews and recommendations. I told you my best reads from 2020, and we went into detail about all of them, and I kind of want to bring that back. I read an incredible book that completely got me out of my reading slump. Um, I could not put it down. I read it and did not sleep in two days, um, which hasn't been the norm for me in a while, a long while, since probably the pandemic started. Um, I haven't really been able to escape into books as much as I used to before all of this. Um, My mind's been too preoccupied. It's hard for me to focus nowadays. But this book totally captured my attention. And so with the 20th episode, I thought, what better way to celebrate episode 20 than to bring in a new series. We're going to call it Reviews and Recommendations. And this episode, I'm so excited to be talking about Gutter Child by J.L. Richardson. So if you're in the Canadian book scene, then you already know who JL is. Um, She is a fantastic person. But a little bit from her bio before we get started. She is the executive director of the Festival for Literary Diversity, which is known as The Fold. And she has written a nonfiction book before that was then adapted into a children's book, This is her first debut novel, and wow, we have been deprived of her writing. It's astounding. It's beautiful. I I can't even find the words to describe how amazing her writing is within this fiction genre, Um, and Basically, what I'm saying is everybody needs to go out and get a copy and read this because you'll all love it. So, Gutter Child is a coming-of-age story set in a dystopian society. Now, to label the book as dystopian is kind of not what I would describe it personally after reading it. Um, It is set in a dystopian society, and there are elements to it um, that are definitely dystopian, but it's so real, it's so raw, it hits home in a way that a lot of dystopians kind of miss the mark on. Um, Dystopian literature as a genre aims to teach a lesson. There's always a moral reason as to why the universe or the world that is within the novel is in disarray. It's it's a dis-utopia. It's not a utopia. There's things that are inherently wrong with it. And the moral of these types of books is to teach us that if we continue on the path that we are on, it could lead to an extreme 
um, that we find in dystopian literature. And that is true for this book. However, it hits home so much deeper than a lot of dystopians that I've read in the past. Um, If you want to compare it to The Hunger Games or Divergent, things like that, it's hard to see our reality within those dystopian um, narratives. You kind of get a sense that that's taken to the utmost extreme, that we can't possibly ever be put on a path that would lead us down that road, even though they are trying to teach us something about our society that's inherently wrong. Um, But Gutter Child does what those books aim to do so much better because it really does hit home. There is something that all of us as a society have started to see and wake up to that's inherently wrong um, within our community, within the way we live right now. And this book really highlights that. It really drives home the point um, that we are not that far away from a society that segregates people. And it's horrible and disheartening to think about that we aren't that far away from things like this but we have to realize as a society that if we want to disassociate from things like that that make us feel wrong that make us feel bad then we have to work in our regular lives to ensure that something like this does not happen to ensure that all human beings are treated equally um and If you know me, if you've listened to this podcast in the past, you know how much um, things like this weigh on my heart and how much I um, am an advocate for equality in all sense, Um, you know, in terms of gender equality, in terms of sexual orientation equality, in terms of the color of our skin In any way where there is inequality, I fight for justice. So you would know, um, for knowing this of me, that I would love it. And the reason I love it is not because it aims to solve those problems, but because it gives us a reason to solve the problems ourselves. Now, I think you'll notice from my reviews that I go into long-winded, somewhat vague, but definitely passionate rants about why I love these books so much. Um, And I definitely did with Gutter Child just now. Um, The reason I do that, obviously, I have strong feelings about these things, um, about this book, about other books that I've talked about in the past. Um... But I'm a type of person that doesn't like to read the back of the book or to read the summary before I get into a book. Um, I like to know a little bit about what's going on. Like, I like to know a little bit about the genre and maybe a tiny bit of what to expect. But summaries just don't do the trick for me. And as a reader, I would like to be sucked into the world without pretense. Um, So if you are a reader 
who also appreciates that I don't want to spoil it by reading off the cover copy um, and reading off the summary to you guys. So instead, I'm just going to tell you that I love it so much and you need to go read it um, and give you tidbits about why it is that it really is a fantastic book. The only criticism I have to say about this book is that it is printed on pages with a deckled edge. And I hate that because it makes it harder to turn the page and to keep on reading. Um, and if that says anything about how much I enjoyed this book, then there you go. Um, I've just kind of given you all of the information that you need. Now, we know I love this book. We know that it works as a dystopian um, and, and functions better than any dystopian that I've ever read before because it really does, like I say, hit home um, and, and make us realize the errors of our society. Um, but let's talk about the writing style. I loved the writing style and I can't really put a pin on what exactly made it so effective other than to say that there was nothing about the writing that tripped me away from the story. There was nothing that was too flowery or or too like stuck up. Um, it really just drew me in with every word. I was never caught up in the phrasing of anything. I was fully invested in the story um, because the words really just drew me right in. That's not to say that there weren't amazing lines. Of course there were. Um, there were so many lines where I just read that and went, wow, that needs to be on a poster somewhere. It was beautiful, effective, and not pretentious at all. It gave room for the reader to fully dive in, to fully immerse themselves in the story. I never felt like I was reading words on a page that I've been feeling like with the last couple books that I've read. Um, and that's not to say that the last couple books I read were poorly written. It's just, it goes back to... Um, my attention span right now and how, you know, the situation in the world with the pandemic and everything has really um, affected my attention span. But the language was so masterfully written that I didn't even have to worry. I was just in the story. It was cinematic. Honestly, it was cinematic. It was like I was Watching a, a TV show or watching a movie, it was like I was living in the story with these characters. Now, I do want to put a little bit of a warning. This book does not have a happy ending. It does not have a closed ending. And it's not necessarily a horrible ending, like devastating all and all of that. It did devastate me. I will be honest, it did devastate me. Um, but it wasn't like you just felt horrible after reading the book. Um, it didn't have one of those endings. It was a satisfying ending for sure. Um, but it's not 
a wish fulfillment ending. And without giving spoilers, I was noticing that on Goodreads, um, there are some not so nice reviews. And as a reader, I, when I really, really love something, I want to see why these people think that they're justified in their terrible review. Um, and I'm pleased to say that nobody was justified in their review. Um, nobody's review made me think of the situation or the novel differently. Um, it made me think of those people differently. And that's to say that the people who are leaving negative reviews didn't understand the book. They didn't understand that it's not a regular dystopian where there's a wish fulfillment ending and it all ends happily and the system is destroyed and the world is righted again. The readers who are looking for something like that, I think kind of miss the point of the book. Yes, we talked about how it's a dystopian and yeah, I mentioned a few other examples of dystopian literature where the system is dismantled and you have a wish fulfilled ending. You have um, a let's get back to something better in our society kind of ending. Um, And those who wanted that from this book, I think missed the point of why it's so effective at what it does. There are real systematic injustices within our society that would lead to a world like this, that would lead to something as horrible as this happening. It's not that far off. And to ask for wish fulfillment is almost like asking for a new world without putting in the effort to making that change. I said this within my review at the end of it, that if you wanted a world righted by the end of the book, then go out in your lives and work for that ending. Because this book is trying to make real commentary about the society in which we live in today. So asking for a wish-fulfilled ending, asking for a world righted is almost like asking for it without trying to make the effort in the world right now, in the society that we currently live in. And it made me sad to see those reviews because it's almost like the book didn't hit them hard enough to understand that it's not that far off that these are real issues that we live in. And I say we, even though I am a white woman, because we're all living in this society. We're all either benefiting from it or suffering for this system. And that's exactly the point of the book. The mainlanders are benefiting from the system and the gutter people are suffering for it. And It's exactly like I keep saying, I can't say it enough, what we are living in right now. So like I said, I'm just going to keep repeating myself at this point. If they wanted a closed ending, then 
they need to work and see that justice is fulfilled within our community, within our society right now. So because we've gotten to the point where I'm just repeating myself, um, I think I might have made my point. Uh, This is an absolutely incredible book, and I cannot recommend it more to every single person, especially if you live in North America, um, U.S. and Canada right now. You know, people like to make the distinction that Canada is not the U.S., but we're not that far off. And actually, on that note, I do want to say that if you're expecting this read to be hard um, because it reminds you of the things that are going on in the world right now and you kind of want an escape from that, um, that's understandable, but I didn't find that to be the case for me. I do have that privilege of turning it off when I want to have that time to escape. But I just want to say that I I didn't feel like it was too hard to stomach. And so I hope that if that's maybe one of your fears, that at least my testament to this will make maybe make a difference and you'll pick up the book. Um That's not to say that I understand everybody's triggers, so if you need content warnings or trigger warnings, do look those up, Um, but like I said, I do really recommend this book to everybody. It was a phenomenal read and so, so, so poignant. So I'm going to end this here. That was the first full episode of Reviews and Recommendations. Um, If you like the idea of this series, let me know. Um, When they come up, when I do them, I will be focused on a single book at a time. And at the end of the year, I think I'm going to keep the tradition of a full year in review recap. So I won't be talking about every single book that I read and love throughout the year. Um, But I will be focusing on the ones that I think um, you guys would want to hear about or that you should hear about. And then we'll continue to do the end of the year wrap up um, as well. So definitely let me know, like I said. Um, And that is all for this first episode of Reviews and Recommendations. Thank you guys so much for listening. And as always, stay magical.